Disclaimer, this episode is one of the old episodes in the original feed, re-uploaded to the new feed. I do not have information about original dates, but that shouldn't really matter. We don't talk about news that much on the show anyway, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Okay, enjoy the show. Welcome to Pokemon Variety Hour, the show where we talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. I am your host, Pegasus, here with my co-host, Colo. How are you doing tonight? Sleepy. Understandable. Also here is special guest, famous YouTuber, Simicere Official. Thank you. Uh, please, hold AKA, your applause. AKA, AKA Zach. Hello. Um... You probably remember me from Peg's haha funny Reddit video. <laughs> and uh, also, I just want to say, Reddit. Craig, the whole recorded Craig thing, that's actually kind of, that was kind of unnerving, not going to lie. I mean, you, you heard it when we did the Reddit video, didn't I you? I know, but like, it's still, I didn't say anything then. Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't want to be rude, but now I can, I feel like since I'm on a podcast and those are more long form than Reddit videos, I can just say that. Rest in, rest in peace. J- Rest in peace doing Reddit videos now that my editor's computer is dead. Well, uh, I mean, you can always hit me up. I have nothing to do. Hell yeah, brother. I can make some funny edits. Some funny edits for- some funny edits for funny Reddit? Oh! Oh, damn. (laughs) Oh, boy! (laughs) Wait, can we swear on the show? I got bars. Are we allowed to swear on the show? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. 100%. All right, let's go. See, the 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 correct the correct uh response to can we swear on the show is fuck yes we can. <laughs> oh man, this is sure my this is sure a fun Pokémon related topic. Okay. Don't criticize me. <laughs> That's I'm the not, first I'm, rule. I know. First rule of improv, never say no. First rule of podcasting with Pegasus, never criticize Pegasus. <laughs> I've broken that rule way too many times. <laughs> I was about to say, a rule constantly broken by Colo. Oh. Do I regret it? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's get into uh, Pokemon. So, first, we gotta talk about what we've been doing in Pokemon this week. We'll start with our special guest, famous YouTuber Simicere Official. What have you been doing in Pokemon this week? Uh, 
Not much. I've just been playing a little bit of Pokemon Coliseum. I've also been sucking at the ran battle, random battles ladder. I uh, got back up to 1,400. Let's hope I can make it to 15. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, brother. Get them good ladder rankings. I need to make it to top 500, bro. I got to do it. Got to be a top 500 best random battles player this side of the Mississippi. Hell yeah, brother. So, nothing else Pokemon related? Mm, no, nothing really. No, I'm staring at pictures of Semi-Seer for hours. No, I, 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 only, <laughs> I only do that on Thursdays. <laughs> Except I, for this Thursday? <laughs> no, I did, I, did it, I did it yesterday. Yeah, there you go. And also, I pre- I, I'm pretty sure I pre-ordered a copy of Pokemon Shield. So that's, that's exciting. You okay? You good, Peg? You seem if you're a... I'm, kind of... I thought of a stupid joke, but I don't know how to formulate it to a correct sentence, so I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what about, what about you, Peg? What, what Pokemon-related things have you been doing? Simi Seer spends his spends his days writing um well Zach sent his days writing a Simi Seer X reader fan fiction. No, 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 no. I was no, come on. That's so fucked up, dude. Simi Seer I, stares into your eyes. No, no, dude. No, dude. No, dude. That's fucked up. Why would I write that myself? I could pay someone to do it for me. <laughs> so then you can read it. <laughs> the sounds of keyboards is the sounds of keyboards is Zach commissioning somebody to write a civic serious reader God, I regret coming on here already. <laughs> So as for me, <laughs> um, besides the little bit of a Pokemon Emerald Wally edition, a ROM hack that I played with the Polo Chew, I don't think I've done much Pokemon related this week. Yeah, I don't think so. What about you? What about you, Cole? You got you did anything? You did anything recently? Um, I did my. Very first live stream on. Well, I guess I should go and before I mention that I've been playing through Pokemon Clover on my YouTube channel. Oh boy, the most the most epic video game. Yeah, it's the I just started my I just started doing a YouTube, just started making YouTube content like three weeks ago. I'm up to uh, twenty subscribers now, but um, just Yo, a little. Same toot my own horn but um but uh i've been playing through pokemon clover and as i'm of, also there yeah peg commentates or half-ass commentates when he pays attention hopefully hopefully <laughs> you stick to uploading content more than i do i try and do every other day i i know i was originally i'm sure on one of the episodes or on one of the videos i said yeah i'll do daily uploads and then there was like a a point where I just I didn't feel like uploading, 
and then there was a three day period where I didn't upload anything. And I'm just like, fuck. It's not as bad as a uh, way past. It's not as bad as way past cool, which I said was going to be a daily podcast, and I haven't made an episode of in like two months. Also, it's better than my upload schedule. Of make seven episodes of Pokemon Yellow Nuzlocke. Stop doing it. Upload, record three episodes of Mario 64 DS with a friend. Then start a Volt White randomizer, and then uh, kind of. Dude, you have to finish Mario 64 DS, man. You have to no, be a true YouTuber. <laughs> no, trust me. When my friend comes back from college, we are going to finish that game. We are, I'm pre- if, if none of my solo projects ever pan out, I'm making sure the funny duo Let's Plays do. <laughs> I just want you... Tolo doesn't know, but the uh, but me and Zach, I, I've told Zach that you to be a real YouTuber, you have to finish a Mario 64 DS Let's Play. No, not no. That you just said you had to. No, you just had to. Okay, it, yeah, you, you know? have to do. You have to do Mario 64 DS. Yeah, so <laughs> Zach is a real YouTuber. And also, one of my uh, Mario 64 DS episodes has a kind of a random spike in viewers because I tweeted it to Alpha Rad. Yo. All right. Well, anyway, back, back to my live stream. Oh yeah. So I decided. So, I don't. I don't. I don't think I. No, I didn't explain this. I explained this on Pixels last week. But um, yeah, I did my first live stream of doing. I was gonna go do. Well, I was doing. I should say, a fire red randomizer nuzlocke. I was gonna do that as a series where I just upload them like episode by episode, and I overwrote the save state, and I had four episodes recorded. <laughs> And it was a real good run because I caught every single poke, every single encounter with a single Pokeball on the first try. And my starter was a Jirachi, and I was real happy about that. But then I overwrote the save state, so I got real mad. And I'm like, you know what? I'm uploading this right now. So I went and did a live stream of it. Oh, um, man. Well, first time I did it, uh, my starter was a Torchic. And I wiped to the first encounter, which was a Groudon, who had Mudshot. So I decided to take a mulligan, start over, say like same same randomized settings and everything. Like literally the same randomized everything. And I started over and I wiped again. I'm pretty sure there was a third wipe in there somewhere. So then I went like d- mid live stream did like a quick pause, re-randomized the entire ROM and I made it, I think we got to, like, Mount Moon. But uh, as of right now, my team is a Charizard, a Cloyster, Granbull, Ninetales, Wigglytuff, and Zatu. Yo, that's actually, that's a dope team. That's that's solid. It is, like, Ninetales, Zatu, and Wigglytuff aren't my favorite, but Granbull, Charizard, (laughs) and Cloyster are a very fire like those were mm-hmm. like the first three. Those were fired, and I'm blasting through that. If that you one, if you so. if you get yourself a good grass type, you have a solid grass water fire core right there with your with your cloister and a Charizard. Yeah, the, I'm pretty sure the Charizard was the starter as well, which was pretty oh, cool. Oh damn! Oh man! So yeah, and I mean, if you if you do Run have moment. a chance to check that out, I. I did the layout all over like OBS, and I'm actually really proud of it because I have no idea how the fuck OBS works. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the, I'm I'm really proud of the layout though. The layout is pretty cool. That's good. 
but yeah, I've been doing that. Um, I just figured out how to emulate DS games on my laptop. So I've been playing a little bit of Soul Silver and a little bit of Pokemon Go, but other than that, not much else. Yeah. Oh, Pokemon Wally version. I forgot about that. Peg already mentioned that, so I wasn't going to, but yeah. yeah. Speed up is amazing. <laughs> you claimed you weren't speeding up, even though you totally were. Okay. <laughs> M slap. Um so now it is time to move on to our topic. The meat and which potatoes. Was, which was suggested by Mr. Zachary himself. <laughs> so our topic is obviously Subi Rex reader fanfiction. <laughs> no, no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> God, I can't wait to show this to my friends. They're gonna, I'm like, guys, I, I, I guess on a, on a podcast. Oh wow, <laughs> let me listen to it. It's <laughs> gonna hear, it's gonna hear Simi Seer X Reader fan fiction <laughs> said fifty times, like Pegasus the gamer. <laughs> you right. All right, so what's our topic, Zach? Um, Why don't you tell our, gonna our be, listeners? Uh, we're gonna have a very we're gonna have a very fun topic because it's gonna cause all of us to yell at each other. It's uh rating uh, the Pokemon generations because I noticed that you guys you rated the evolutions and you rated the starters, but you didn't rate the generations. So I felt like it could be a fun a fun little a fun discussion topic. So here's how I usually <laughs> handle ranking of generations. If you guys want to like disagree with this and make it in a different way, I can work with it. But how I usually work with ranking generations is the only games that count is that generation's main titles. Remakes, not counting. With the, the only time that more than one set of games counts is Gen 5, because obviously Black and White and Black and White 2. <coughs> Alright, nothing really changes about my, my list. Yeah, so base set of games only. The enhanced version counts, but no, no remakes. Mm-hmm. So Emerald uh, counts for Gen three, but yeah. not Ores. Good, because that that game sucks anyway. So, uh... um, we'll actually talk about that, but <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in the next episode when I'm back, and then we'll we'll talk. We'll argue about remakes and Pokemon. Why Ores? Uh, yo, we could rank the remakes in the next episode. Zaxxon, hell yeah. Hell, well, there's only there's only three of them. It's not that really that much of a tier list. There's four of them. Let's oh, go as a Fire remake. Red Leaf Green. Oh yeah, let's go. I forgot about Let's Go. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from someone who genuinely enjoyed Let's Go, I can't believe I forgot they existed. <clears throat> so anyway, right. I think it's time. I think it's time to hear everybody's fiery, so, fiery opinions on their least favorite generation. Zach, you go first. All right. All right. Peg already knows, and um, he, he's already really mad at me. The six. Fuck off, Zach. Get off my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you invited me. You need a simple <laughs> I forgot. If I had remembered, I wouldn't have. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All 
Alright, Zach, why do you hate the best set of Pokemon okay. games? Okay, <laughs> I think X and Y have a lot of good ideas, and I like a lot about them. Like, you know, big-ass Pokedex, fucking, like, they had super training, better, it's better Eevee training, Pokemon and me, you get to pet your Pokemon friends, um, the fairy type, and, and like, items like, the Assault Vest was made in Gen 6, right? <laughs> like... I like Gen 6 mechanically. Nah, I think Assault Vest was Gen 4. No, it was not Gen 4. <laughs> it was not Gen 4. It was definitely Gen 6. <laughs> but, um... Like, the, the keyboard clacking. Yeah, I, I had to look. I had to look just to be sure. Yes, it was Gen 6. <laughs> but, like, I... Okay. I like Gen 6 mechanically, and I like a lot of what it adds, but also, I just don't like the actual game like i like the rivals i they they gave you too many there's they give you the quintuplets of boring characters <laughs> like the only one i like is tierno because he at least he at least has a personality trait of he likes to dance he at least has something going for him uh oh come on i'll give you i'll give you callum or Callum or Serena, depending on what gender you choose. They're, they're boring characters. The other three are cool. I like the other three. Uh, fucking, like, they, they should have just picked one. If they were gonna give, if they were gonna give me more than one, take, just either give me Callum or Serena, or just give me one of the other from the grab bag. Like, just give me Shauna. Shauna was the best rival in that gen, low-key. Uh, I, I, I like, I thought she was okay. I don't know. I like Tierno. I just think he was a funny, I mean, goofy guy. She wasn't that big of a cha- She wasn't that big of a challenge, but she was the best character. Guys. <clears throat> um. Also, Team Flare fucking sucks. They're literally just worse Team Galactic. Their plots are almost the same. Uh, uh. <laughs> bro. Literally, it's almost identical. Of using <laughs> Lysander destroying the world and, and keeping only Team Flare and Cyrus. Destroying the world and recreating it in his own image is almost the same plot. Bruh. The only the only oh good thing is that Lysander is attractive. That's the only saving grace. Damn, Zach Zach's hot, hot for Lysander. I mean, Lysander Lys- X Reader fanfic. I mean, that already exists. It's not like that's not that's not that crazy. I'm sure Simmy's here X Reader fanfic exists too. If you look hard enough. No, I doubt it. I doubt it, <laughs> and I'm not looking it up now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Are we gonna? Should we move on to to you or Colo saying their least favorite? Uh, Colo, what's your least favorite, Jen? Fuck you, Peg. My my least favorite is Gen 5. <coughs> okay. Wait, why'd you say it to Peg? Peg, I don't think Peg likes Gen 5 either. <laughs> no, I like Gen 5. Peg I mean, it's not Gen my 5. favorite, but I like it. Uh, no, Peg, if you, if you... Peg adores Gen 5. Oh, I thought you were going to say... Gen I, 5? You... No, I don't know, if... Tolo. No, t- t- shut no. the fuck up. I'm the one in the call here who adores Gen 5. <laughs> Oh well, I'm I'm not gonna go and say fuck you to you because you're a guest. But fuck you, Pegasus. I don't like Gen Five. Gen Five is like my <laughs> least favorite game. I I suffered through <laughs> the first game, and then I have I 
refuse to play black and white two. No, if you the trust me, if you don't like black and white one, like black and white two is a lot more traditional. And it, it definitely it's definitely a lot it, it definitely it has stuff for people who do not like black and white one. I yeah. I uh, think I think it I think not wanting to play it and refusing to play, I think that's oh no man. I think that's a little weird. Alright, but you can you can go in. Let, let me let me hear your let me hear your thoughts here. I don't know. I just I felt like all the other generations were had better designs, storyline. Gen five does have some good things. I do like like the different places that you can go. Like you can go down in the sewers. That's <coughs> I as far as I remember, I don't think that it's the only game that you can no, that actually go down in the sewers. That was black to white too. Are you sure? No, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's. <laughs> no, dude, trust me. I am. The, I'm the resident. They should have let you. They should have <laughs> let you catch Tortuga. They should have let you catch Tortugas in the in the stores. Why? Because I, know, I just I felt Ninja like Turtles. it lacked in story and Pokemon designs were lackluster. They were. Damn, Colo stops me before I can finish my Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles joke. Yeah, well, fuck you, Peg. But um. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't know. I guess I I did play Gen 5 way late, which probably adds to the fact that I don't really like it that much. I feel like if I played it along with my friends when it actually came out, uh, like if I played it when it came out, I'd like it a little more, but I played it about 3 or 4 years after it came out. So I feel like that also adds to why I don't like it that much. Cuz I started <laughs> playing Gen 5, uh, once Gen 7 came out. So, I, I don't know, I just... All the other generations have something that Gen... I never really... I never really found Gen 5 as likable as the other generations. Just real quick, a memory I just had about Gen 5. You, before I forget. Don't be rude. Shut so... Up, hey, stop. No. This is my show. I'm the host. <laughs> I will get. We are 30 I'm, minutes of the recording. I will scrap the whole thing. God damn it! We get to put this off again. No, it's just um. That it's is a, a joke. joke. That, it's a running joke that Colo makes that pisses me off, so, and he always makes it near the beginning of the episode. So I just scrap it and make him go again until he doesn't make that but joke. No, peg, peg, go. Say what you're gonna say. So we can move on. So I remember having Gen 5 when it first came out as a kid. I had both. I don't remember which one I played mainly. I think it was black. But I was playing. I remember I had gotten to near the end around Christmas. And I was at a Christmas party at my grandmother's house. And I was like, oh, just let me beat <laughs> and get this real quick. And then I'll go to the Christmas proceedings. And I and then I proceed to like lose to N and Getz's over and over again and take so long that my mother took my DS away because I was supposed to be like interacting with family members and I was too busy losing to N and Getz's. That's funny. <laughs> Alright, Peg, we gotta know. What's your least favorite? I think I already know this. I think it's pretty obvious from knowing you. Gen Get ready. <laughs> I'm sure. Get ready to get real mad at me, especially no. Colo. I don't know, I don't know how mad Zach will get, but I know Colo will be flaming. 
I already my know. least favorite gen. Gen 3. Yeah, I, I knew this already coming in. <laughs> I hate Ruby Sapphire Emerald with a burning passion. I genuinely don't get it, though. I don't... Like, you're free to not like it, but I don't get what about it you fucking despise. See, what I like to tell Peg regarding Gen 3 is he's entitled to his own opinion, even though his opinion is massively wrong. No, trust me, Jolly Jolly says that to him in Blastburn radio streams all the time. Honestly... Okay, first of all, the difficulty curve is kind of bullshit. <laughs> fucking how? Have you met fucking bed. Watson? Yes, I have. I beat him with a gloom, and I, I've, I've, I've have played Emerald and and I've played Gen three a bunch. <laughs> okay, I don't like the difficulty curve, and another thing that's weird about it to me. <laughs> People say this is petty, but it really fucks with me. The art style. Yeah, dude, I've said this before. It is petty. You ab- you are absolutely crazy. You are... <laughs> I don't know what I'm it is. T- I'm telling you, especially the overworld <laughs> sprites, but everything else, too. There's just something off about the art style. Okay, I will... I will say this. The Gen, the gen 1 Pokemon... Or- yeah, the Gen 1 Pokemon sprites in Gen 3 are a little wonky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are the they aren't great, the the sprites of the older Pokemon. But you know what? That that's fine. It was it was very much artistic in interpretations. It was weird. <laughs> but I can I can accept it at the end of the day. It's just I don't know. People call me crazy, but look, people call me crazy for saying this. But um, I feel like Fire and Leaf Green fixed a lot of that problem, which is what kind of redeems that time overall for me. Is Fire Red Leaf Green sort of fixed my problems a little bit? I don't get it. The only real difference that Fire Red and Leaf Green had is that a lot of the sprites were a little wider. Like there was nothing that much different in their art style. <coughs> Maybe I'm just fucking insane, but that's what Most I see. Likely. Okay, so yeah, Gen 3, my least favorite. So now let's go down the list. Co- um, Zach, what's second to last for you? <laughs> Alright, well, um, I'm just going to say it's Gen 1 because uh, those games just... I, I, I have a lot of respect for them, but they have, they have aged very poorly. Red, blue, yellow have well, red and blue specifically. I think yellow is in its uh, it's in its own weird little area, but um, red and blue specifically have not aged well in a lot of ways. Yeah, I feel like yeah, red and blue didn't really <coughs> age well. I agree with that. Yellow, I feel I feel like with Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, which is a remake of Yellow, that helped it help made the Gen Gen One look a lot better. Yeah, but for me, I don't really. The my my thing is, I only I count remakes for the generations like engine they were used in. So, I I can't really I don't I don't really feel comfortable talking about Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee as a Gen One game because I mean I literally ju- I literally said at the beginning remakes don't count at all for yeah. anything. <laughs> well, no, I was oh, no, just agreeing that saying. it that the Gen One games didn't really age that well. 
but I still think even Let's Go Pikachu the- and Eevee did do Pokemon Yellow justice, especially with like the 3D models and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I think Yellow can hold up on its own because it has the better sprite work, at least in terms of the front sprites. <laughs> and also, Definitely, yeah. And also, Yellow's kind of wonky, uh, or not wonky, different gyms and, like, uh, the rival having a different team. I think it does a good enough job of separating itself from Red and Blue and, like, uh, and having its own little charm to it. (laughs) But, yeah, I just think I love a lot about Red and Blue. I I love almost pretty much all the Pokemon from it. Everything is very like everything from it's iconic, but like, God, it really is hard to go back. It just, I've just been spoiled. So, Cola, <laughs> your second to last year. Mine's gonna be Gen One. Why is that? <laughs> like, I I will admit that I don't know. I never. I grew up with Ruby and Sapphire. That was the first Pokemon game I started with, and then I played. I didn't play Gen Two until Soul Sil or Heart Gold Soul Silver. Same. But with with specifically Gen One, none none of the remakes. Since I grew up with the sprite work and all the like, the nice sprite work from Gen Three on. It it's it's just it's really hard for me to get into the art style of Gen One. Like I it it goes along with with Black. If I played Pokemon Red and Blue when they came out, or like when I was younger or whatever, <clears throat> I feel like I would like them a lot more. But playing them with all the 3D models and then the sprite works and the sprite work and Gen three and four, and five. It just it it doesn't really interest me that much to play Gen one. Like I I love the remakes of Gen one with uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green. I love those. I will play those any day. But I just can't play the original <laughs> Gen one games. Also, I could kind of uh, <laughs> huh? Were you gonna say Peg? I was gonna say um. Just real quick, it's not that big of a deal, so don't worry about it, but there is, like, a tiny bit of echo coming for your end, so if there's any... I genuinely any... don't know what it is. I, I might, I'll just turn the volume down on my, on my headphones. Maybe the, maybe it's coming out in my headphones. <coughs> okay, yeah, thank you. It, but, um, it isn't that big of a deal. It was just kind of bothering me a little bit. I was going to add on to this by saying... Um, I, I remember I was talking on one of uh, Jolly's streams about this, and I said that it's a lot easier to get a copy of Fire Red and Leaf Green than a working, say, battery copy of Gen 1. And he did mention the 3DS eShop, but let's be honest here. Um, all The eShop is going to go down at some point. Like, je- these games are not going to be preserved for that much longer. I I think at some point we it's going to either be... If a kid wants to play through Kanto, it's either play Let's Go on their Switch, uh, emulate Fire Red and Leaf Green, or emulate Red and Blue. Because it's I was about to say, you can just emulate Red and Blue. <laughs> Still, I, <laughs> I don't know. I just think that even with emulation, I think a kid's better off going with Fire Red and Leaf Green 
as their first Kanto experience, and then going to Red and Blue after. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> See, are you, are you done, Kylo? Or you got more to say? Yeah, pretty much wraps it up. So, um, my second to last is, uh, Gen 1. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, looks like we all are on the same page here. So, here's my difference. I adore Gen 1. It's just that I adore literally every Pokemon game that's not, not named Ruby, Sapphire, <laughs> or Emerald. And yeah, that makes ob- sense. Objectively, Red, Blue, and Yellow haven't aged the greatest, but they have a lot of charm, and that means a whole lot for me. That's the same reason why I enjoy I don't enjoy Heart Gold Soul Silver as much as I do Gold Silver Crystal because I feel like they lose a lot of charm. And sh- and the charm factor is very important to me. And Gen One definitely definitely has that to its advantage. But it is the second to last because I do admit that it hasn't aged the best. The mechanics are kind of dated, but it's still fun. Yeah. So what games are fun? Yeah, of course. Except Ruby Sapphire. So uh, what's your next one? Zach? Um. All right. So this one is mostly just from lack of replaying it. But uh, I have Gen Seven and the. Uh, third to bottom but honestly it might move up might stay i don't fully know but i mostly just have it there because it's the one i replayed the least i've only played sun and ultra sun once each and i i liked it but i think that the gen 7 games are kind of hard to go back to there because even though i like them there's a lot of dialogue and it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of gets kind of overbearing at some points and uh that's that's mostly it. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. <coughs> yeah. The tutorial at the beginning takes at least an hour of gameplay. Yeah, it's just it's... for you to start going and doing whatever you want. Like the tutorial alone takes up a lot of time and I feel like by gen 7 they didn't need that long of a tutorial. Mm-hmm. Like I feel right. like if they would have made the trainer school optional it would be a lot better. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I, th- my, biggest cons- my biggest grievance with with Gen 7 is just the trainer school. I don't like how the... I don't know. It's it's the longest tutorial out of all the other games. And it's just yeah. it's real annoying to get through. It's, I, especially I, I, since I've been playing since Gen 3. Same. And I, yeah, I do want to... I do want to replay them again just so I can fully grab my thoughts on them. Because I don't know, I think only playing through both of the of the Gen 7 games once isn't really that fair to to give a full opinion on them. So Kolo, what's yours? What's your next on the list? Um mine is going to be Gold and Silver. Uh Ooh, kill yourself. Spicy. <laughs> so, <laughs> shut up, Peg. This is being this is spicy, real quick. Honestly, though, I think I already know what you're gonna say, and I kind of already agree with you. Yeah, it it goes along with what I said with Gen One. If I played it, <coughs> if I played it when it came out, I feel like it would be a lot better. It's better than Gen One, just because you have two two regions that you can go to. 
But I just uh, I feel like the Pokemon that they use for Gen two was very lackluster. Oh, I thought you were gonna like, say the uh, I thought you were gonna say the dreaded two word uh, criticism of of the Johto games. What would that be? Level curve. Yeah, like, that's by the end of by the end of Johto, you're level like forty, and you're like barely level fifty by the end of Kanto, and that you to fight Rat at level like eighty something. Yeah, I forgot about that. And Harkle's yeah. silver makes it a lot worse. Yeah, like I like, I I tried <laughs> my best not to base Gen One and Two off of their remakes, because like I said, I'd never really played red and blue or gold and silver i played heart gold soul silver and fire red leaf <laughs> green so i tried my best like i've played a little bit of them from like random nuzlocks that i've played with peg but i never actually went and completed red blue gold silver but but solely off of gold and silver i do like i just i don't know I keep seeing Gen 3 as a... I keep seeing Gen 2 as, like... Because I I played Gen 2 after I played Gen 3, so I see Gen 2 as just a mixture of Pokemon from Gen 3 and Gen 1, with a few other Pokemon thrown in there. And, like, I know that's not the case, but it's just... it. I never really played it that much. I, I, I never... It didn't really... It didn't really, like, hit me... It's like a super mm-hmm. a super fun game to go play. I get that. All right, Peg. What what's what's your third to the bottom? <laughs> My third to the bottom is Gen Five. All right. <clears throat> wow, I really see. Wow, thanks, thanks for inviting me on your podcast, guys. I don't know why I'm saying this. I was the, I was the one who came up with this idea. <laughs> I was setting myself up for this. <laughs> <clears throat> so again. I adore Gen 5. But again, I, I adore every Pokemon game that's not Gen 3. Uh, Gen 5 well, You gotta is, get your point across, huh? Gen 5 is great. Honestly, I love Gen 5, and I do love Gen 1. I feel like Gen 5 and Gen 1 are almost interchangeable in this ranking. Because they're both, like, not... They're both, like, not, like, amazing, but they're good Pokemon games. So they're almost interchangeable, but I choose Gen 5 over Gen 1 because it has the more updated mechanics, the more interesting story. And yeah, Gen 5, man. <clears throat> Alright, are we moving on? Or Yep, yep. What's your next one, Zach? Alright, right, right smack dab in the middle is Gen 3. Uh... I am speaking with heavy hey. rose. <laughs> I'm speaking with mostly heavy rose tinted glasses because uh, surprise, surprise. I grew up with I grew up with fire red, leaf green, and emerald. So, uh, but I really, I I really like these games, <laughs> and uh, I think I think emerald is just a really solid game. The water, yeah, everyone memes about the water, but I I don't mind. It's a tropical setting. I think it'd be kind of disrespectful for a a more island-themed region to not have water. Like, I probably should have mentioned that. I mean, I feel like half the problem with the water is that there's, like, seven water HMs in yeah. Gen 3. 
I think I think three Gen three and four's big problem are the HMs, but we'll get to that when I when I talk about Gen four. Um, I yeah, I think the HM problem kind of sucks, but I love the Pokemon selection. I love the Pokemon added in Gen three. Like Swampert is the best water starter. Um, I love Camerupt. Breloom is super dope. Uh, Zangoose is really neat. Uh, Binet and uh, Dusclops are really cool. Um, fucking Walrein. I love Walrein so much. Best walrus boy. I want to give him a hug. I I have a um I like I like Hoenn as a region, even with the water. It has a lot of cool like different locations. I like Fortree City a lot. I like uh I like Sutopolis. I like Moss Deep. I like all of the I like all the places. <laughs> and uh I just think it's a pretty I think it's a pretty solid Pokemon game. I think if you want to get someone into the games, I think Emerald is probably a good starting point because it's like pretty pretty decent difficulty. It's it's challenging enough to get you to work your brain, but not like not like super crazy hard or like stupidly easy. I think it's just a pretty well-rounded game overall. Alrighty, so Colo, what's your middle game here? Colo? Colo, you good? Oh, just, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good. Peg, I'll tell you after the podcast. Um my my middle game is Gen 7, Pokemon Sun and Moon. <clears throat> All right. It I it was less than I don't know. I liked it less than the first Now th- this is like the most basic explanation. I liked it better than the previous 3, but less than the other 3. But um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that would be what it is. But, but no, that's like it's the perfect spot for Gen 7 on my list. Because the other three have stuff that Gen 7 didn't have. But I also love... I love that we went to like this whole new region with Alola forms and all that. I love the Alola forms. Fuck, why didn't I talk about that? Alola Raichu is my second favorite Pokemon. What is wrong with me? Uh, if you if you <laughs> haven't noticed, uh, my my mascot is Alolan Raichu. Or just, <laughs> just Raichu in general, but I... Associate myself with Alolan Raichu. You have some dope ass taste, my friend. You, I, I, yeah, I like the Alolan forms. I like a lot of the Pokemon from Sun and Moon. I think they're all pretty neat. But, but yeah, the the Alolan Pokemon <laughs> they take a very interesting idea of having all of these different islands, and instead of just having it like all the other games where you just surf to them. Like just just plain surfing and having them all real close, you actually have to go and ride a wave to get to all these other islands. And I think just the game mechanics alone were absolutely fantastic. They embodied the they embodied the like Hawaiian Islands, which is what this game was based mm-hmm. off of, perfectly yeah, in in this in this region. I agree. I do think I do think it I, it has a lot going for it. I just need to replay it again so I can. I don't know. Uh, I really, yeah. I just think this is a pretty solid game overall. Yeah, and like I said, it it's it deserves a spot perfectly in the middle, because the other three they have, a, like I'll, I'll explain the other three, and then the other ones I just 
it never really clicked with me with the other three generations. <coughs> so, my middle entry is also Gen 7. <coughs> oh, boy. I hated the Gen 7 when it first... Three I hated Gen... Yeah, I hated Gen 7 when it first came out. I hated it. Uh, it was boring to me when I first played it. I was kind of salty that I got cucked because when the first evolution starters were revealed, like the original, just the base form starters, I was hardcore team Popplio. I fucking loved Popplio. Don't you dare talk shit about pre-Marina or I'm leaving this call right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to necessarily talk shit about pre-Marina, but I'm also not going to talk good about pre-Marina. I'm, it's I'm Bria. It's Bria. It's Brio that I'm gonna talk shit about because the middle <laughs> evolutions were revealed, and holy fuck, Brion was the worst. And I'm like, leave what did they do? Leave them out of this. Brion did nothing to you. Brion was ugly and dumb. That's what it did to me. <laughs> nah, nah. They took my good, good seal boy, and they cucked him with Brion, you know and then. Oh, sorry. Primarina is better than Brion, but not much. I mean, actually, yeah, she it is much better than Brion, but it's also not great. Leave, they cucked leave, my, leave they cucked my seal friend. Listen, there needed to be a feminine starter at one point. I think it made sense to have a mermaid. I think it, I think Primarina is pretty neat. Yeah, but they had to give me such a cool <coughs> fucking base form. Poplio, just such a fucking sa fucking sassy boy. And they turn him into like a fucking weird ass ballerina half mermaid. And then full circle into a mermaid, but it's just that middle form that fucking ruins it. God, why are you getting so aggressive blowing in your mic? <laughs> Yeah, Brion is my second least. I, I guess my fourth least. If you're counting individual Pokemon rather than evolution lines, it's my fourth least favorite Pokemon behind every single member of the Chesson line. Alright, so. Moving on. No, I, I have a little more to say about Gen 7. Right. I have a little more. Okay, so. Oh, of course you do. Gen 7 were great. <laughs> great games. Gen 5 and 1 were good. Gen 3 was horrible. Gen 7 is where they start to get great in this list. Gen 7 is great. I didn't like it at first because I guess it just came out at the wrong time for me and I found it boring when I first played it. But then when I recently played it after a penguin bought me a digital copy I totally bribed you with a shiny Gligar. Oh shit. That's still in my pokey bank, bro. I gotta get that shit. Anyway. You're welcome. <laughs> Who the fuck bought you Pokebank? No, I bought myself Pokebank. I had a little bit of extra money in my eShop. Anyway, so. The mechanics were great. Ride Pokemon are great. The new Pokemon were pretty cool. I completely forgot about Ride Pokemon. <coughs> it was the it was the fuck you to HMs. 
Here's my big thing with Gen 7. I appreciate <laughs> the concept of trials. Right? Like, you gotta do these challenges and then fight a totem Pokemon. My grievance is that none of these trials presented even an inkling of challenge. The totem Pokemon were hard. That's not what I mean. The totem Pokemon, oh, the totem were, Pokemon were horrible. The t- yeah, the totem Pokemon were a perfect amount of challenging, but the yeah, but the trials that the trials had no need to exist because the trials are meant to add an extra challenge. They did not because they're basic as shit. Oh no, I think it's I don't know. I liked it. I think it, it it felt more like it was created by the character in game than it was by Omori sitting at his desk. Like it just feels a lot more like organic like this is what you would be doing if if this was like if this was made by an actual person and not made by a game designer. It it's felt, just they it call them trials, which implies that they're supposed to be some sort of challenging, but it's just like, oh, go get these things. Oh, tell me what's obviously very different in this picture. I'm pretty sure that is meant to be more so, like, comedic than anything. Like, the fucking hiker, like, showing up, that is very obviously meant to be, a, like, a joke. So what were you gonna say, Colo? I don't know, I feel like it was, it was, like, very wholesome for the region that you were in. Yeah. I guess I could see that. So yeah, that's Gen like Seven they, for me. Like they have tri- okay, they have ahead. trials because because that's what they do in that region. Like when you get to the Elite Four, you're expecting the Elite Four, and then Kakui shows up. He's like, "Hey, I kind of just put this together, so uh, we don't really have a champion." But you gotta fight me, motherfucker! Here, here you go. Here, have my eat my stealth rocks. Yeah. But like I felt like that was very wholesome. Like it was Yeah. It was something different than what you've had for the past <laughs> six generations where everybody seems very well developed and like this offshore like this island way out in the ocean. Yeah. I also I is think just starting to get all these and I felt it was very it, it, I keep yeah. throwing this word around, but it's it was it felt very wholesome to like Yeah, I think it's cool that it's like it's a developing region. Like it already had urban stuff and but um it was actually like finally becoming a, a big boy region. Exactly. That's that's why I like <laughs> Gen seven, because it was it was get, it was getting there. It was a developing region. Oh wait, that may wait. The trials are simple. It's because it's it's a fucking. It's because they don't they they haven't really developed much yet. It makes sense. Oh my gosh, Peg, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So my favorite thing about doing podcasts is when Pegasus brings on brings on guests, and then they completely turn on him and tell him to shut up. <laughs> No, the thing is, though, I have a history of telling Peg to shut up in um, in multiple instances, so this is just a normal, this is just a regular thing. Alright, so are we moving on? Are we on a... We're in the top three. The top three, baby. Alright, what's your number three? <laughs> Alright, this originally was number two, but I, I, it, I pretty much kind of changed it last minute after thinking about it. Uh... Gen 2 is my uh, number 3. And oh, okay. this is also coming from somebody who has 
genuinely never grown up with Gen 2. I only played through Johto when Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out. But even after playing it, I prefer playing Crystal over Heart Gold Soul Silver. Thank you. <laughs> Thank like, you. So let me just let me explain. Let me give my let me give my reasons. I have a lot of problems with Gen 2. I'll just get those out of the way. TMs are kind of garbage. Uh AI is kind of stupid, but it's the only thing that really can offset the shitty level curve. And uh, also the shitty level curve. <laughs> but um <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, besides that, I really can look over it just because I I just have so much fun playing it. It's just a comfy game. The music is really nice. The sprites, especially in Crystal, are really detailed and well animated. It it had like the Game Boy Color's color palette is just very pleasing to my eyes. Um, it just I just think I don't know what it is about Pokemon Crystal specifically. But I just really, really like it. And like, Meganium is my favorite grass type and uh, my favorite fully evolved starter. Um, I I just love a, a lot of things about Gen 2, and I have no fucking clue why. And I and I am very curious on how... And I'm, I, I'm just kind of... Di- I'm kind of disappointed looking back at HeartGold and SoulSilver, how it kind of somehow managed to to miss some of the mark on it. The thing about Gen 2 for me, and I'll talk more about Gen 2 <clears throat> when I get to it, but the thing about Gen 2, you mentioned Meganium, and it kind of made me think, Gen 2 has the most consistently good trio of starters. In every other gen, I have that one starter that I don't like as much as the other two. But in Gen 2, I love all three. Like, for Gen me, 1... I'm... Gen one Charmander, Gen one Charmander is kind of eh. Gen three Mudkip is kind of eh. Gen four Turtwig, Gen five Oshawott. Wow, you're Gen six. On, you shit on two of my favorite starters for the when you just when you said Turtwig and Oshawott. Thanks, Peg. Sorry, Gen six very obviously Chessman. I hate that fucking thing. And Gen again, seven. <laughs> and Gen seven obviously. Popolio, except for Popolio, the rest of the Popolio line. Thanks, thanks a lot, man. See, that that was another. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. That was another reason why I don't like Gen Two, is because of the final. I mean, don't get me wrong. The final evolutions, their designs are fucking fantastic. I love their designs, but they're all pure types, like. <laughs> Like that probably that is like a very unpopular opinion, but like no, it is I, no. I that's like, a very common collective thing that pure type starters kind of suck. That that I mean, it's just it's not they're not very good competitive because you don't have that extra that extra thing, that <clears throat> those extra stab moves and stuff like that. I just like I can understand like I'm not saying give for alligator an ice type or. Megadium a poison type. I'm not saying give them types, because I don't want you to give them types, because they're good by themselves. But when you compare it to every other single generation, they're, they're just pure starter types. And that's another reason why I don't like Gen 5, is because you gotta... <coughs> Samurott is a... Is a pu- like, the other two have... are dual typing, and then Samurott No, just... Superior is not dual typing. I forgot about Superior. I was thinking 
I was for some reason I was throwing Chespin in Gen five. That's my bad. But like that's like another that. reason why Gen five is bad is because they gave two Pokemon pure typings and then Tepig is a goes to Embor and gets the fighting type. What I why I I don't I feel like Gen <laughs> five would be slightly better if they either A gave all three dual typing or B got rid of the fighting type on Embor. Because we did not, we don't need any more firefighting types. What do you want, Pegasus? Hello. Play Blaze Black or Volt White. Yeah, they do change it. They make Embor a fire ground type. They make Samurai water fighting, and they make Superior Grass Dragon. Gra- grass Dragon sounds way overpowered at, for a starter. <laughs> well, and uh, well, the thing is though, that's Drayano. Drayano hacks everything is overpowered, even Farfetched. I was thinking about this in my head. I just had like an interesting thought. If I were to give my ideal dual dual type to each Johto starter, I don't really know what I would have given Meganium back when it was introduced. But right now, I'm thinking Grass Fairy. Yeah, Grass Fairy for Alligator and Water then, Fighting, and then for Typhlosion, probably Fire Ground. No, the other two I was thinking was for for Alligator Water Dragon, and for Typhlosion Fire Electric. <laughs> No, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have a fire electric type. No, that's what Score Bunny's gonna be, duh. No, I would give we're getting way off topic, but <laughs> no, well, not way off topic, but but no, like to add my two cents, I would I feel like if they were to give him a dual type, it would be fire and rock. The only reason I say fire electric is because <laughs> Typhlosion in Gen 2 is infamous for having a real good thunder punch. But it's not—it's not the only fire type that can do that, though. Yeah, but it's known for it, and also it kind of looks like it could be an electric type, <laughs> design-wise. Kinda. All right, but yeah, Gen two. I love the all oh, fucking Ampharos. I love Ampharos. I just love—I just love a lot about Gen two. I think, I think it's just a really good game overall, and I—I don't know. I keep saying I don't know, but it's, it's just true. A, like my my criticisms like normally like my I don't like Gen One's TM list is garbage and it's second to the bottom. But like I can somehow give it a pass for for Gold Silver Crystal. <laughs> but yeah. Alrighty, your right, number yeah. three, Colo. My number three is Gen Six X and Y. Hey, top three. God, wow. I'm the unpopular one here, then. I I like Gen 6 because it's the first with <laughs> actual 3D models. The storyline was garbage. But the Pokemon designs... Oh, I love the Pokemon designs in Gen 6. Yeah, Slurpuff is awesome. Slurpuff is my favorite fairy type. I love him so much. Like, I, I love that we haven't had a new type added since Gen 2. And then they added the fairy type, and they... Like, it it, it added a new challenge because they completely... Well, not completely, but they went and changed a bunch of things from Gen 2 just to balance everything out with fairy. And I, I love that. It added that extra challenge where you're like, oh, this <laughs> used to be super effective, but it's not anymore. What the hell? And it got very frustrating sometimes, but it added that extra like oomph that uh, 
that a Pokemon game needed. Sweet. All right. Also, Yveltal is one of my favorite legendaries. I love the (laughs) design of Yveltal. The uh, mighty legendary bacon bird. Also, Sylveon. Sylveon is my boy. I love Sylveon. He is a good lad. His shiny? Oh, that it, it is probably one of my favorite, favorite shinies of all time. It is really good. But yeah, that's Gen 6. My number three is Gen 4, Diamond Pearl Platinum. Diamond Pearl and Platinum are pr- pretty good. They Isn't were my Platinum considered a remake. No, it's a third version. No, third enhanced version are, are fine. Oh, I thought it was considered technically a remake because no, it was no. added by after... remake. I meant Fire Red, Leaf Green, Heart Gold, Soul <laughs> Silver. Recreated from the ground up in a new engine. Oh, okay. So the only reason yeah. I say that was because Platinum was made after Heart Gold, Soul Silver. No, it wasn't. I'm pretty sure it was. Yes, really it was. Happy. It was not. It was not. Quickly types it up. Both Pokemon of us. Pokemon Platinum was 2008. Heart Gold Soul Silver was definitely like 2009, 2010. Yep, 2009. <laughs> okay. Oh well, that's that's my bad. All right, continue. I mean, back. Emerald. I mean, I I understand the confusion because Emerald came out after Fire Red Leaf Green. That I know. Mm-hmm. I guess that's where my confusion was. So, brain, words, make them come out of my mouth. Um, so, <laughs> um, Gen 4 was my introduction into Pokemon. The first Pokemon game I ever had and owned and played and beat was Pokemon Pearl. So, they hold a special place in my heart. They were my favorites for a long while, but they fell over time. But they're still number three. They're great. Particularly Platinum, as much as Diamond and Pearl hold a special place in my heart due to them being my first, I, I can obviously tell that Platinum has made like a whole lot of exp- improvements. Diamond and Pearl were dreadfully slow, and the Pokedex wasn't as big as it could have been, and Platinum sort of remedies that in a way. But yeah, overall, that set of games is just really good. Diamond Pearl Platinum. So now it's time for our number two, our second best. Is that? <laughs> All right, this was this was number three, but after thinking about it more, it's number two. It's Gen Four. I'm gonna be mentioning only Platinum here because if we were only talking about the original two versions, uh, Diamond and Pro would be uh, directly at the bottom because wow, damn! <laughs> I have a lot of nostalgia for Diamond and Pro, but God, they do not they do not hold a, they do not hold up nor hold a candle to just how fucking good Platinum is, <laughs> like. I've 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 been I've been on and off replaying Pearl, mostly just to see like how much of a difference there was and yeah like even though I love I have a lot of love for the exclusive Pokemon in Diamond and Pearl like Perugly, Skuntank, Honchkrow, and Miss Magius but like it's not I it's almost not worth going back to them at all. Perugly isn't platinum <laughs> exclusive. I said Pearl exclusive. I said Diamond and Pearl exclusive Mon. Oh. I thought I you said, said platinum exclusive. No, I'm like, what the no, hell? No, I said <laughs> it's not it's not really worth going back to those games just to use them when platinum exists and is just 
so much better. Like, the Pokedex being raised, adding, like, speeding things up, fucking, um, making, giving Cyrus more of a backstory by having, like, having his parents and grandfather actually be NPCs you can talk to and learn more about him. Giratina and the Distortion World is really cool, and Giratina is a really good hard boss fight to have as the climax of the story. Cynthia is a really good champion, uh, who is also equally hard as hell. Platinum is just a hard game, and I really appreciate that. I can appreciate it when a game is difficult, and I think Platinum does a really good job of being challenging. Okay, so Colo, second best. Gen 4. Hey, oh, yeah. Yellow <laughs> I don't know, I just... I, I loved Gen 4. I loved Dialga, Palkia, Giratina. I, I don't... It's just the storyline, the region. Oh my god, I love the region. <laughs> yeah, I love Sinnoh. My only... My big problem with it in Gen 3 is so many HMs. If they just didn't have as many HMs as they did, it would... I think it... There, rock there, Climb? <laughs> yeah. Rock Climb was not needed. Rock Climb, defog. If you take Rock Climb out and just, like, add a Rock Smash Boulder to get to those places... Rock Climb? Rock Climb's fine. a decent move, though. I'd rather have Rock Climb than Rock Smash. No, but the thing is, though, it's 85 accuracy for zero reason. If I want a decent normal move that's also an HM, I, I have strength. Exactly. I mean, rock, also, rock, rock Climb has a flinch chance, though, doesn't it? Yes, but is it worth the 85 accuracy? Maybe. Maybe not. No, it's, also, it's not. Also, the evolutions of older Pokemon, like Mamoswine and Gallade, fucking Licky Licky, my favorite normal type. Oh, like, we got so <laughs> many good Gen 4 evolutions. Oh, and also, my God. And also, I don't care who fucking, who crucifies me for baby Pokemon are blessings on this earth, and Munchlax is a good boy. I second that, my guy. I love baby Pokemon. Hell yeah. I also I, love baby Pokemon. <laughs> Hell yeah. Baby Pokemon are, are amazing. Mime Jr. is a good lad. I was He's literally <laughs> just about to say, Mime Jr. makes that line a thousand Happini. times better. Happini. Happini. Colo, know how, Colo knows how much I love Happini. Hippini is a cute lad. Very good. Very round. But yeah, Gen 4, I love the legendaries. <laughs> the yeah, legendaries pretty were neat. pretty cool. And I like how they're based off of solid, liquid, and gas cause with, their, with their other typing. But the states of matter while also being time, space, and antimatter. It, it's, really, it's really clever. Yeah, I do a I do a Pokemon tabletop campaign with a couple of friends, including Colo, and I have a Hapini who is my precious, precious child. Called Scramble. It's it's, it's name is Stumble, because it's it stumbles around. That's what the Pokedex said. I, I was about to scold you for naming an egg Pokemon Scramble. I was about to be not very happy with you. <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. I mean, I do have an Execute in that same tabletop run, which I named Sunnyside. So. <laughs> That's that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> All right, uh last we, one. Last one, the big kahuna number 1. Yeah, Zach. I mean, wait. No, I have to say my number 2 first. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're saying your number. <laughs> two. Oh yeah, you're you're still a part of this, I forgot. <laughs> 
My number two is Gen Two. Yeah, we were almost. I was almost there. I I I swapped it last second. I love Gen Two, man. The they, sprite they work, the sprite work, masterful. The story, the pretty good. The music, <laughs> great. The level Man. curve, whack. Whack. I'll never complain. I'll never not complain about it because I need. I I need to complain about something. And Gen Two have the most. They just ooze charm, and again, charm factor is super important for me. And they ooze it. Oh my god, there's this game. These games are so charming, and I love them for it. They also add some of my favorite Pokemon. Sin- the Cyndaquil line, I love. The Furret line, I love. The what other lines from Gen Two do I really like? Marie. Um. Yes, Marie. Definitely Marie. <laughs> Houndor. Yes. Thank you for reminding me of all these great Gen Two Pokemon, <laughs> Zach. No problem. The Houndor oh, line. I completely forgot to mention. Uh, with Gen Six, we got Mega Evolutions. Oh, that's yeah. why it's why that's why it's so high up there. I thought Mega Evolutions were really cool, so just I figured I'd mention that because nobody else did. Anyway, continue Pegasus. Yeah, it's just so much to love the the evolutions that were added, Scizor. And also, oh, oh, dude, Heracross was added in Gen Two. Yeah, fucking Heracross, dude. <laughs> Heracross is awesome. S- Espeon and Umbreon. Gen 2, man. Mm-hmm. Just game. so great. Alright, so... so is that it? Number, number one. one. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, considering uh, reasonable deduction skills, Gen 5... Uh, hey! Oh, no. <laughs> I love Gen 5. Uh, let me explain real quick why. Um, best, best plot. I love the story. Sharon and Bianca are the best written rivals because, like, they have a reason to be friends with you because you've known them your whole life. Um, and unlike the other friendly rivals, where you just kind of show up and be like, hey, you want to be friends? Sharon and Bianca, it makes more sense because you've lived in the same town with them for as long as they have. They have character arcs of Bianca wanting to wanting to become more independent. Um, Sharon, real, like, wanting to become stronger. And not really realizing I mean, why. <laughs> I can't hate to say stop Gen Five is the thing. only peg. Okay. I hate to stop yeah. you here, Zach, but you said a forbidden word on this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> according <laughs> to uh, according to Penguin, you're not allowed to say Charon on the podcast. <laughs> well, uh, looks like you're gonna. Well, uh, looks like uh, I don't care. So uh, I'm just gonna keep talking anyway. So no, um, you. I I just figured since you said no, you just do what I do, and when you just do what I do, and when you talk about Sharon, instead of saying Sharon, just say redacted. <laughs> um, redacted no, no. character arc is really good. Uh, no, you you I, can I, say it. I have no problem with Sharon. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't Charon, really like his character, but Sharon's really. I think Sharon is like a better version of Silver because I th- I I think Silver's all right. He doesn't really have any more more to him. I forgot to talk about Silver, man. I love Silver. (laughs) Oh, well, it's fine. Listen, I like Silver, but I I don't think he was written all that well, but um, Sharon has a lot more of a reasonable 
um, version of Silver's story arc of wanting to become stronger, but like kind of getting told by a a, a more like a more powerful father figure of sorts that that they aren't really that it's not everything to be strong. And um, also, I N I just love N as a character. I think his moral dilemma in Black and White one of him purposefully knowing that your Pokemon say that they like you and like battling completely fucking with his worldview think like he he's in in denial and i also really like that n's dialogue actually changes depending on some interactions throughout the whole game like if like in chargestone cave which is a great great location or i love the universe region as a whole but n asks if you have a dream and if you say yes um he's actually fairly kind to you like in any of the times that you see him again. And if you say no, he's kind of a dick to you for the rest of the game. <laughs> like, and I think that really, that's really interesting to have as a feature. And I, I think he's a very well-developed character. I love him. I love my green hair lad and I want to give him a hug. <laughs> and uh, Gatsis is a really good villain because it's the first time we really see any form of, it was the first time we really saw any form of domestic abuse in the series whatsoever so it makes end more sympathetic of a character and also guess it's just a really hard boss fight with that fucking high dragon <laughs> but um i just love black and white and uh yeah there i also just really love the pokemon i love the starters i'll, I'll stop gushing because i could see that we're uh <laughs> i guess we might be a little running low on time no we just we're not running low on time <laughs> We just we have a couple other things we got to get done on the okay. podcast. So I understand. Yeah, Gen Five, great game. Love them. My favorites. Cola, what's white one? one? My number one is Ruby Sapphire and Emerald. Yay! Band, <laughs> band, <laughs> band. <laughs> have I been demoted to longtime listener? Yeah. <laughs> Are you oh, that's a, that's a, quick quick tangent? Are you still listener in? The... Oh, you're not. <laughs> someone someone took that away. Okay. So, oh, like three months. Yeah, that's ago... a that's a joke we have on the podcast, Zach. When we're trying to spite each other, we call we do, we fucking start demoting. You're not even a guest. That you're not even a guest. You're just a long time listener. <laughs> oh God. But anyway, Gen 3, I at Groudon, Kyogre, and Rayquaza are my favorite legendaries. Jirachi is my favorite mythical. Oh, just everything about Gen 3. I love the Hoenn region. I, I mean, my favorite, my, my favorite mythical leaders. is Deoxys, so Gen 3 gets my favorite mythical, but that's about all it gets. It's just, it's got so much in there, and like, I know we're not talking about the remakes, so I'm, I'm going to try my best not to get into the remakes. But Just real quick, just to say something real quick, because we were talking about Oraz earlier, and I said I'd get into it. If remakes did count, Gen 3 would be higher than Gen 1. Because I like yeah, but we're not talking about those. But no, Ruby, yeah. Sapphire, and Emerald. Emerald is hard. I pride myself on getting on complete like my first ever nuzlocke was emerald when i first 
when I was a small child, it took me a very long time to fig to like figure it out. But I my first ever completed Nuzlocke was on like I was playing on my like orig like my Game Boy Advance when I was a child and I did a I did a Nuzlocke of it just for fun because I had heard about it on YouTube and I'm like this is hard as hell but I completed it and I I love Emerald. I love the Battle Frontier. Oh, the Battle Frontier is the best part. Just there's, really there's just so much stuff that you could do in the Battle Frontier. It's great post game. Really quick tangent about my first Nuzlocke. I remember my first two Nuzlocke's were actually of ROM hacks. The first I ever did was of uh, Pokemon Prism. <coughs> and I lost both pretty quick. The first I did was Pokemon Prism, and I think I lost like directly after the first gym. And the second one I did it was Pokemon Flora Sky, and I didn't even make it to the first gym. Um, my first Nuzlocke that I beat was Ruby, but Emerald was the first video. Or this was like the second video game I ever beat. So yeah, you got anything else to gush about Gen Three, or is it time for me to say my number one? No, just I love the region. I love the starters. I love Blaziken. Blaziken's got to be one of my favorite starter but, evolutions. But 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 Bacolo. do you like Mudkips? <laughs> Goddamn! No, I, I love the entire line. Like I've played through the game with every single one of them just to see how it was. No, do you is that, know, is, you know is Zach not a fan? Is Zach not a fan of the "Did you like Mudkips" meme? The, I heard you like Mudkips memes like from two thousand three. Fucking seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Gen Gen three, Gen three also holds a spot in my heart because it was the game that got me into Pokemon. Same. So like my Gen number one, yeah. Fuck all the yeah, haters. Just, just completely cut me off. But <laughs> sorry, I thought you were done. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Continue, continue. Clearly, what you were gonna say is more important than you <laughs> cut me off. So no, Colo, continue. Do it. No, say no, no, say no, word. No, no. No, it's Colo. okay. Colo. Colo. Just fucking say what you're gonna say. <laughs> Zach is amused by our banter. I was gonna sit here in awkward silence for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna sit here in silence until Colo says what he was gonna say, because I don't want to interrupt him. We're gonna have him, a now. massive moment of silence for what I was about to say. <laughs> No, Peg, say go. It, Colo. No, Colo, I'll yeah, say, say it. it. Go. Okay. My number one. Fuck the haters. Fuck Zach <laughs> in particular. Gen 6. Gen 6 are my favorite Pokemon games. There's so much to love in Gen 6. The first ever fully 3D Pokemon game. It looks great. It still looks great. Pokemon and me. Best. Fucked it up in Sun and Moon. They made it bad. It was great no, in Gen not. 6. <laughs> they were, they're both good. They're both equally fine. You're No, they're not both equally good. Pokemon Refresh is still good, but me. It's perfect. Super training makes EV training less of a stupid bullshit that nobody understands. Uh, there's uh, Mega Evolutions, obviously. Great. The Pokedex was great. There's a lot of old favorites, and the new Pokemon are perfectly designed. 
know, kind of weird though. It's the only uh only set of Pokemon games with only two starters. It's kind of weird. It just had a Fennekin and Froakie. There was no Grass one. <laughs> Wow, Peg! Cannot believe, cannot believe you're bullying me on the podcast. You literally said you you don't like all of my favorite starters from Gen three onward. <laughs> yeah, real weird that X and Y only had two starters, but they were great. You know, Froakie and Fennekin, both pretty good. Even though I'm pretty sure I ranked Fennekin pretty low in my starter rankings, he's still a good. He's still a good lad. No, he's not a good lad. He's a first. <laughs> Hush! I don't want to think about the breaks in Rule Thirty Four. Get out of here. Delphox is a is a living fursuit. It's a ghost type. It's possessed. It's it's just a custom made fursuit that came to life. No, nah, there's literally, literally, I'm not even lying. There's. I don't know why I know this, and I wish I didn't. But Brakeson no, has me. more. Rule. I know. I already know. <laughs> Brakeson has more. Brakeson has more rule thirty four than uh, Del Fox. I trust me. I'm friends with furries. I I already get this. Peg, just so you, just to <laughs> let you know, you ranked Fennekin twenty one out of twenty six. Not very, that bad. Very I, low. I, I only <laughs> legit. I only legitimately hate Chespin. I love all the other starters. Yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> second favorite starter. But he's so bad. Look at Quilladin, dude. Bro, I, I, I'm fine with Quilladin and Chestnut. I just like Chespin the most out of the three of them. I like Chespin the most out of the three of them, too. But I'm talking his whole line. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, they're definitely... Chespin is tainted, Chespin is tainted, tainted by the fact that he is destined to turn into Quilladin and then Chestnut. No, the thing is, though, Chestnut is fine. I just think that its color palette was a weird choice. If its color palette was the, if its regular color palette was a shiny color palette, then I think I think it would be less weird. Can we agree that Quilladin is the worst though? <laughs> it's my least favorite out of the out of that of that evolution line, but I don't hate it. I think it's I think he's I think he's a quirky little lad. Agree to disagree. <laughs> you, you're entitled to your. I you're like, entitled to I, your you're entitled to your wrong opinion. Um, I have I like the awkward middle stages. I like a lot of awkward middle stages. The most, I do too, just boring. not that one. I just think quality is just me. Quality is me in high school. <laughs> Weren't you in high school till like <laughs> three months ago? Yeah, I am Quilladin. <laughs> I'm a Quilladin stan. Have you have you evolved into a chestnut now that you're eighteen? No. Still a quality. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you have to you have to turn thirty six to evolve into a yeah. chestnut. <laughs> Alright. Uh but yeah. So Yeah, X and Y. X and Y, there's just so much to love. And they're they're just the best games in my opinion. I love, I I love how you mentioned death. literally everything that I mentioned when I when I talk about how much I don't like them, I said in my positive section, you're not talking about the actual game itself. I like <laughs> Team Flare, okay? Uh, spice, hot, take, hot take, I like Team Flare. I also like most of the rivals, with the exception of Callum slash Serena. They're kind of bland. I love Shauna, I love Tierno, I kind of like Trevor. 
I feel like it, I feel like the rivals would have been perfect if they didn't have. If first of all, Callum and Serena were needed, and second, I feel like Trevor kind of wasn't needed. I'm fine with Trevor, but like he wasn't super needed. If it was just Shauna and Tierno, that'd be yeah, like the perfect. I, I agree. It would it would have been fine. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon. So, as we as Gingy has been doing. We're going to read you two Pokedex entries. You're going to try to guess what the Pokemon of the episode is. Oh, okay. It's Pearl Pokedex entry states, Its body is little yet powerful. It can crest three mountains and cross two canyons in one night. It's It's Black and White Pokedex entry states, It has the peculiar power of being able to see emotions, such as joy and rage, in the form of waves. So, guys, get a couple guesses. What do you think Pokemon is? Chespin. Oh, Colo got it. Chespin definitely has a Pokemon Pearl and Pokemon (laughs) Black and White Pokedex entry. He's right. All right, we're good. We can leave. Um, (laughs) This is hard. Can you repeat the Pearl Pokedex entry again? Yeah. Let me just unlock my phone screen. This is why I do it, Pegasus. Its body is little yet powerful. It can crest three mountains and cross two canyons in one night. Alright, how many guesses do I have? Or is it just one? Or Basically just like however many until I'm like, alright, fuck it. Right. <laughs> we don't really have a set number. <laughs> Metatite? No. Uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Pokemon that's small, powerful, cross mountains, and it can sense emotions. What the fuck? Am- what is this? Give up? Or are you going to try a couple more times? I don't think I can think of anything. Larvitar. No. Alright, I'm I'm giving up. What is it? The Pokemon of the episode is Pokédex. Up, up, up. Okay, Cola, you want to guess? No. What'd you forget? What do you mean? Oh, thank you to our three-year-old correspondent. The Pokemon of the episode is Pokédex number 447, Riolu. Oh! I wouldn't have guessed that. I'm not really a fan of Riolu and Lucario. So, Riolu... Let me tell you a little bit about Riolu here. I'm ready. I'm now. ready for this information. <laughs> Riolu's base stats are 40 in HP, attack 70, defense 40, special attack 35, special defense 40, and speed 60. It is in the Little Cup tier, obviously, and there is, uh, for a possible competitive set, there's a bulky Swords Dance set with the moves. Swords Dance, Copycat, High Jump Kick, and a choice of Protect, Iron Tail, Zen Headbutt, or Crunch, with the item Eviolite, the ability Crankster, with 116 HP, 196 attack, 116 defense, 36 special defense, and 36 speed. So yeah, that's Pokemon of the episode, Riolu. 
So now would usually be our quiz segment, but since our quiz girl is very, very sleepy, it likes to fall asleep before showing up or giving us the quiz. We're just going to do fucking showdown random battles. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. I'm good at that. <laughs> do Is it like an actual 1v1? or? Um, well, one, we're each going to fight, like, I'm going to fight Colo, then whoever wins is going to fight you, and then okay. the remaining two will hash it out. Alright. So, first up, I'm going to punch Colo. I need, I need a link. I need to commentate. IRL. I need to commentate this, ma- this match for our beautiful listeners. <laughs> But I listen to this podcast, and I'm not beautiful. Well, if, no, you are. If, you, if you're a listener of the podcast, you are guaranteed to be beautiful in the next five days. Oh, shit. Am I going to find, like, some crazy beauty secrets within the next five days? Yeah, you'll find some pop-up ad about, like, a, a 70-year-old man who looks 22. And, <laughs> and you'll say, doctors will hate, doctors hate him. <laughs> There's a there's a hot Russian woman looking for a husband in your area. Yeah. <laughs> there are definitely right, your hot colo- singles in your area. Yeah. <laughs> your Colo254 on Showdown, right, Colo? Alright, I need a link. We'll send you a link once we actually get into the fight. Yeah. My apologies if my if I'm a little late to the start of the commentary. I mean, we'll just wait for you. Alright, Colo, send him a linky link. A Mick link. I'm loving it. <laughs> Go into find user and search up Colo254. Oh, okay, yeah, that's probably, that makes sense. That makes more sense. Or- Alright, the match has started. Colo leads with a slur buff, and uh, Peg leads with a Volcarona. Very, very interesting start here. What will they do? Oh, he goes for the quiver dance, going for game right now. And for some reason, Slurpout goes for the drain punch. For some reason. Who knows? My inner competitive side is definitely not helping me here. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, fuck. Both of them are going for game right now. The question is, will the unburden boost help? Or is the, or is the plus two bull corona going to outspeed? Oh, God. Oh Christ! This could be very bad for either for either uh, either battle or here. What is the what type happens. relation? What is the type relationship between fire and fairy, Zach? Um, fairy resists fire, or fire resists fairy. But okay. fire is neutral. Yep. How the fuck yeah! are you faster than me? It's plus two. <laughs> it's plus two to Volcarona. Even with the unburdened boost, the Slurpuff is not going to outspeed that. So, uh, one Fire Blast destroys the Slurpuff? Yep, uh, gets uh, absolutely bodied. Oh, out comes a Heliolisk! Not gonna lie, things are definitely not looking good for Colo. Oh! oh. 
But the Surf only did a little bit because of the plus two spajap. That's that's kind of crazy. If I lose, I don't commentate. No, that's not how that works. No, that's how it works. That's how this works. I don't commentate. That's not how any of this works. Alright, alright, it looks like I'll be fishing this round. Alright, well, I'm guessing, I'm guessing Colo is fishing for crits at this point. Well, Peg, you're just trying to set up the room. Wow, Peg, you really are going for game with these quiver dances. <laughs> I am. I cannot, I've never seen, I have dealt with bullshit in random battles. I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I have nothing to take this thing down. Zach's not even commentating at this point. I don't- well, what is it to say? You fucking quiver dance, yeah, you just gonna click bug butts on everything. Oh, he sends in a Gardevoir. Uh-oh. That's- that's definitely gonna uh -oh. hit. Now, if this Gardevoir uh -oh. Mega Ball somehow lives and gets off a side shock, there's a chance. Oh! Why'd you what? <laughs> you could've gone for side shock probably could have killed it. Yeah. Oh, that's a choke right there. If that's an oof, can we get an oof in the podcast comments, boys? Oh, it's a soft bug. <laughs> soft bug's dead. God, this is, this is absolutely insane. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a Cartana. Hey, look, it's a Cartana. Hey, look, oh, it's a fire blast. Good. Bye. The menace of OU just got taken down in one hit. Lunala! <laughs> oh, there's a chance. If you have side shock, you probably should go for it. Not even oh, half. Not even Yo! Half. Oh, Actually has side shock though? This was absolutely the most disgusting random battle I've ever seen. Because the Volcarona takes out, takes out three of my Pokemon. Four of my Pokemon. Yeah. Absolutely disgusting. Right, the okay. only thing I could have done was use Surf and get a crit, but... Yeah. Had I le had I led with Heliolisk, I probably could have taken out the Volcarona and possibly yeah. won. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. so I win. I win. Yeah, it's me versus Zach. Is right. it Simiseer? Zach likes to no. ramble? What is it? Zach likes, Zach likes to battle. Makes sense, makes sense. I can't really transfer the name, or else I'll lose my ELO rating. And I don't want to do it. Looks <laughs> like how bad I am when I get to 1500, I might as well anyway. Okay, leading right. off, I lead with a... I lead with a guard shop and... Uh, I got, I got no, it. we're... No, no, no. We're forcing... We're forcing Colo to do it, Colo. Cause fuck you, Pegasus. Alright. <laughs> Peg leads with a... Sharky boy. And no, I'm, I'm, I have a sharky boy. A sharky boy? With a oh. shark, and Peg leads with a crab. Very riveting commentary. <laughs> You're gonna get, like, very, very low grade commentary because I don't want to commentate. We got a Kingler and a Garchomp. <laughs> we got a Mega Shark. Who takes out half of the crab's <laughs> HP? Crab uses sword stance and raises its attack. Look off! Leave me alone! Stop being mean to me! 
crab is dead. Bro, you have no right to say stop being mean to me, motherfucker. You have no right. Was I mean to you? <laughs> you were mean. You were mean to Colo. They forced him to commentate. Garbage game, garbage pools. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's just how it be sometimes. That's just how it is on the random battle ladder. <laughs> Every time I get to 15 hundred, I drop back down to 13. It fucking sucks. Peggy. All right, we got the big uh, slacky boy. <laughs> it's not a threat. To refuse to call all of these Pokemon's by Pokemon. It's not a threat. No! Ooh, we got a shan chandelier. Let's see ya. And I know I there's only the two chandelier. sets for this. There's Choice Fan and Choice Scarf. So, uh... Oh, he's sending out the Pelican. Peg sends out a Pelican. The chandelier uses Calm Mind. Ah, oh, I can't think of anything for this name. <laughs> Thunder Legendary. Thunder, um, the, the Thunder uh, Genie? The Thunder Genie? The Thunder Genie. Nah, it doesn't have the same ring to it. Oof! And the Pelican is down. Bro, my team is fucking stacked. Just the <laughs> first three Pokemon are stacked. <laughs> I have a Mega Garchomp, a Sandalore, and a Thunderous. My the second half of my team is equally as powerful. Zack sends out the Mega Shark. I have nothing for this damn shark! Sends out the Big Sloth. Now, I can do one of either two things, and I think I know what you're gonna do. <laughs> now, nah, get out. Off bottom, I did not do as much though. <laughs> I forgot about how good Slack was. Sloth uses Pursuit, does 12%. Mega Shark uses Outrage for 30... 39%. <laughs> Pegasus sends out the sun, the sun lion. <laughs> sun lion. I told you, I'm not calling them by their names. Sent out lion from the universe. Lion uses sun steel strike, does 36 percent. Not gonna lie. Mega shark uses outrage for 26 percent. That's still honestly, that's kind of a lot of damage for resistance. Zach that sends wasn't out resistant. the chandelier. No, I'm talking about my outrage. And the lion used Sunsteel Strike again, dealing 28%. Ah, mm. oh, fuck. <laughs> both Pokemon use moves, and both moves <laughs> are moves. Both Pokemon use moves. They didn't work. Oh. <laughs> Get out. Lion used Stone Edge, 76% damage. Chandelier uses Fire Blast and takes out the lion. I realize though, I am not going to be able to pull a 6 out. Yeah. Pegasus <laughs> sets out the sloth again. Against the chandelier. Takes out the chandelier. 
Zack sends out the Mega Shark. Dang it, man. <laughs> Peg sends out one of the Thundercats. <laughs> Do you have HP ice? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I want to find out. <gasps> no! <laughs> the Thundercat uses close combat and takes out the ice Aurora, dragon. Aurora Borealis. <laughs> Localize it in your kitchen. <laughs> wow. Zack sends out the fire turtle. Fire tortoise, sorry. Thundercat uses knockoff, does deals 23% to the fire tortoise. Uh, fire tortoise uses earthquake and takes out the Thundercat. Pegasus sends out the sloth. Sloth uses retaliate. Wow! Does 69% to the fire tortoise. Fire tortoise uses explosion, killing itself and dealing 32% to the sloth. I'm gonna reveal my last one. Be back, boys. Zack sends out this psychic bird. uses Psychic and takes out the Sloth. Pegasus sends out Bruce Lee. No! 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 Psychic Bird uses Psychic, deals 75% to Bruce Lee, and <laughs> Bruce Lee uses Stone Edge. Psychic Bird loses 87% of his health. Psychic Bird uses Psychic, killing Pegasus. Good, Good game. game, Zach. If you had used anything but taunt on that Mega Gardevoir, it might have been a different game. Mega Gardevoir didn't have anything, Pegasus. Are you saying it didn't even have Psyshock or Hyperboy? No, but let, let's get this started. Alright, Colo leads with Miss Magius and Zach leads with Noivern. Noivorn uses Taunt, taunting Miss Magius. Miss Magius cannot use Willowitz after the taunt. Son of a bitch. I hope you know because of the taunt that this Draco this, Meteor this does 49% to Miss Magius. Miss Magius uses Shadow Ball, does 36% to Noivorn. Noivorn heals a little bit using leftovers. Noivorn switches out for Ampharos, who gets hit by a Shadow Ball for 31%. And the taunt ends. Ampharos Mega Evolves and uses n nothing. It, it gets Will-O-Wisp first. And then it uses Bolt Switch, which does 42% of his Magius. Out comes the Articuno! 
Ayo. Willow West misses, and Articuno uses ice cream and kills oh. Fagius. Oh, here we go. We'll, we'll play this. Out comes Fortress. Okay, so after Miss Maggie has died, is where I'll continue from. Articuna used Substitute, lost 24% of its health, and put up a Substitute. Fortress used Toxic and failed. Articuna used Ice Beam. It did... It did 25% Fortress. Fortress used Volt Switch. The Substitute took the damage and it did not break. Fortress went back to Colo for Zekrom. Articuno used Ice Beam, which did 48% to Zekrom. Zekrom used Volt Switch, which made the Articuno Substitute fade and went back into Fortress. Articuno put up another Substitute. Fortress used Toxic and again failed. Articuno used Ice Beam, which made Fortress lose 25% of its health. Fortress used Gyro Ball, which made the Substitute fade. Articuno used Ice Beam, did 27%. Fortress used Gyro Ball, did 42%. Zack withdrew Articuno, sent out Vicephalon. Fortress uses Vault Switch, which did 18% for Vicephalon. And Kolo switched out Fortress with Excadrill. Vicephalon used Inferno Overdrive with its C power and completely destroyed Excadrill. And then Fortress came back out. Vicephalon used Mind Blown, which made Fortress die. And it cut its own HP to power up the move. Fortress fainted, and Zekrom came out. Good. Yep. Cephalon, you shadow oh. ball, leaving Zekrom at 1%, and Bolt Strike finishes off with Cephalon. Out comes Diggersby, who gets doesn't get hit by Draco Meteor because it missed, and Diggersby uses Agility. Diggersby uses Earthquake and finishes off Zekrom, and loses Life Orb health. Out comes Charizard for Colo. Wild Charge does 88% to Charizard, just 21% to recoil to Diggers B along with 10% for Life Orb. Charizard uses Dragon Dance. Mega Evolves, gets knocked off, and dies. Out comes Stoutland, Colo's final Pokemon. Earthquake does 54% to Stoutland. Diggersby is killed by a superpower, which lowers Stoutland's attack and defense. Out comes Reuniclus for Zack. It's superpowered for 11%. Shy Shock kills Stoutland. Zack is the winner. GG. So, as our. As our fight stands, shut up, Colo. As our fights stand, Zach is our big winner tonight, winning both of his fights. And I picked up the remaining match against Colo. So, congrats, Zach. Better luck next time, Colo. I need to sleep. It's getting late. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. Alright, Zach, where can our listeners find you? Yeah, um, yeah, Zach, where can our listeners find you on the internet? You can find me on twitter.com slash simiseraofficial saying dumb shit in replies to other people and then deleting them five minutes later. Uh, and you can also, 
You can also find me occasionally uploading on YouTube at youtube.com. Uh, not slash official. I don't have that. You can just look up official and I'll be there. I so. never delete tweets. Even that tweet that uh, my that somebody I really looked up to responded to with a big roast that got like 90 likes. I didn't delete that tweet. Well, you're mu- you're a much better man than I am, Peg. So, uh... <laughs> all right. So, thank you. It was a pleasure to be on. I thought this is a pretty pretty good time. Until the end, when you witnessed Peg and Colo's right, fucking yeah. host quarrel. Mm-hmm. Colo, where can I find you? Colochu54 on Twitter, Colochu54 on Twitch, Colochu54 on YouTube. I make YouTube content, mainly Pokemon. Go check it out. You know, for someone who dropped 54 from his name, you sure have 54 in a lot of your stuff. Colochu was already taken on YouTube. What about uh, Twitch and Twitter? I figured I'll just brand myself as Colochu54, and then once I get big enough, I'll just go and rebranded as Colochu. I really I'm the fifty four is just once you're big enough to fucking stomp out the person who has Colochu on YouTube. I'm already big enough to stomp the other guy out. He has zero subscribers and two videos out. You have more subscribers than I do. I have nineteen subscribers and you have twenty. I have forty four. I mean I have forty five actually. Yeah, but Colochu fifty four on Twitch, Twitter and YouTube. I make Pokemon content, so go check it out. All right, you can find me on Twitter at PegasusTheGame1. On YouTube, it's PegasusTheGamer. Most of my other podcasts can either be found there or on the Pixels, Polygon, and Fun YouTube channel. Of course, there's Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, the main show, which can be found anywhere podcasts are found. You want to send an email into the show, I, I forget to mention this a lot. You can send it in t- at pvhpodcast at gmail.com. That's a place where you can send in emails. So yeah, that's it for our very long show. Uh, thank you all for watching. Or listening. Or listening. I've been Pegasus. I've been Colo. I've been I've been that one guy See you guys next time Bye bye Once I get to the server to get rid of Craig Go away Craig no one likes you Exactly Is that your DMing me and shit?